Yo, I'm Fun. This is Alan Ev. Enjoy. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. Take three, take three. It's actually take four. Welcome to the show, to the podcast, everyone. Um, my name's Finn, and today I've got Daniel with me. Uh, Daniel's my mate, flatmate, went to school together, um, happened to date his younger sister, and he's also my business partner. Um, and we run a company called Flat Central together. Welcome, Daniel. Cheers, mate. Thanks for having me. No problem. I mean, what else is there to do when we're bloody stuck in a house together? Um... So I guess today we're going to talk about Fat Essentials, guys, and um, we're going to talk about sort of what it is firstly and, and how we came up with the idea and how we went about um, starting all the way to uh, where we are now, basically. So um, I'll just get straight into it with what Fat Essentials is. Um, we're basically um, an online company that brings all the household necessities and, and goods that you need straight to your doorstep. So um, really, really simply put, pretty much like a my food bag, but for the other things you need in your house. So um, stuff like the toilet paper, washing powder, dishwashing liquid, tablets, rubbish bags, um, hand soap, all, all of that sort of stuff that um, you don't necessarily go to the supermarket to buy or you don't want to buy at the supermarket. Um, and while the name might suggest flat essentials, it's really for anyone that's got a roof over their head. Um, if you live in a house and, and you wipe your ass and you wash your dishes and hopefully wash your clothes as well, um, then flat essentials is definitely something you should check out. Um, we've got a website up, flatessentials.co.nz. Um, and if you're also interested after today in, in learning a bit more about us and seeing the ugly mugs behind the screen, um, we've got an Instagram, flat essentials, and a Facebook page as well. So... Shall we get into, buddy, how we started then for the third time? Yep, keen. Um, just a bit of a funny story. Daniel and I came upstairs before and, and did a full-on, had a really good yarn actually about how we started and we were feeling really good and, and went to stop it and, and press, press stop and <laughs> I said, imagine if it hadn't been recording. <laughs> and it hadn't been recording. But um, anyways, here we are now. Daniel, want to give us a yarn about how we started? Yeah, right. Um, so at uni, we, so we both go to AUT, Auckland University of Technology, and last year there was um, a competition running called X-Challenge. Um, and so all around campus, there were signs saying, being to win $250, there's 40 winners, all you have to do is come up with a business idea and submit it. So Finlay's a bit of an entrepreneur, he always has um, business ideas in his head in any way. He came up with the idea um, of Flat Essentials and um, we're in the flat together and he said, oh, if you help me with some of these financials, I'll give you 50 bucks if you win, if, <laughs> if, if we win. So I was like, sweet as. Anyway, it comes around to it. Turns out we were one of the 40 winners. So yeah, I got 50 bucks and then... Um, <laughs> what'd, you, what'd, you, what'd you use the 50 oh, bucks for? I can't remember. Probably I remember, or something. I remember you chucked some of it on a, on a shitty horse on TAV. Oh, <laughs> that's <laughs> right. I remember you getting up for it too, but... Oh, well. Um, um, but yeah, sort of gave him the 50 bucks and, and held up my end of the deal and then uh, we ended up actually going into the next stage, which is called the Accelerator. So first, first stage was a one-pager on the idea and... Um, Dan and I went the extra mile by putting in some numbers um, and when we put in the business plan they recommended we do a pilot test so basically testing with a small group of customers to sort of test the viability of, of our idea 
Um, and as much as my greedy self wanted to keep the 200 bucks for uh, Ben and Jerry's and, and bakery trips, um, we sort of ended up using that to do get, get five or so boxes together and, and test it on five flats. So, um, yeah, and then we entered the business plan, eh? Yeah, so um, this next stage, the accelerator is still the same one. Um, just had to expand on your business plan that you already had as Finlay said, run a pilot test and do... So they gave us a template, I think, and you said to pretty much follow this template. It was a lot more in-depth. And then the whole point of this stage was to... for the competition, people who run it, um, to choose eight of the top people um, and then they go into another stage. Which was the finals. And I might add that we had three months to do a 30-page business plan and we left it until last couple of days week, yeah, week. two or three days beforehand and then put it all together um, <laughs> standard really for us but. Yeah. but anyway we got through to that stage so we were then in the top eight um, so in the top eight um, you pretty much have to further do your business plan again um, with the intention of pitching to a dragon's den so we had to or yeah, dragon's den would you say yeah, Jackson, yeah, so a panel of four judges that have got like experience in, in different areas and yeah basically what happened is each of the eight finalists put a pitch together we went to pitch workshops and and other business workshops and all with the goal of presenting to four judges at the end of it um and for for a big massive prize and, and for a uni comp i have to say the prizes they got together were bloody not bad. Okay. Uh, I think well, first prize was twenty thousand yeah. dollars, second was ten, and then third place was five thousand dollars, as well as other business bonuses it's like, like another twenty grand and like extra legal and marketing yeah. and shit. Eh? And then there was stuff for six months, zero subscription. Um, there's honestly so much. So we were like, oh yeah, sweet, we'll give this a good crack. Came up with a pitch and oh yeah, we came up with a pitch and we were feeling really good about ourselves actually, especially once we touched up some. Uh, numbers and um, basically the few days before pitch Daniel and I ended up getting called up north and, and had a lot, sh- lot of shit going on and, and basically everything went to shit eh? we, yeah. we ended up going from both of us pitching to um, me having to go back to Auckland on the day of the pitch and sort yeah. of I wasn't available so yeah. Finlay got left to himself got left to myself and had to learn to um, learn the other bit of the pitch watch for me like it wasn't the worst thing in the world, but I think what um, what let us down on the night is yep still recording good to check. Um, what let us down on the night and 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 in general was um, sort of a couple gaps in our business plan in general. Um, but yeah, ended up ended up nailing the pitch, and I I would go out there on the record and say that. Definitely had the best pitch there that night that we put together and, and that I presented, and I think anyone who was there would agree with it as well. Um, but unfortunately for us, it wasn't just judged on the pitching. So um, sort of got to the end of the night and I, I was feeling really good about myself. Everyone from the crowd had said, oh, yeah, you guys are getting it for sure, getting something at least. And I was like, yeah, we're the man. I was texting <laughs> Daniel like, bro, looking good, looking good. Um, and... I'd got caught on a couple of questions but didn't think too much of it at the time and sort of they gave the fifth place spot prize and the fourth place spot prize, you know, for effort or f- for the idea. Um, and then they gave out third place and I was like, 
was getting really excited. I was like, bro, they just gave out third, it's not us. I was like, oh my gosh, like we could actually like win this or like maybe like surely even come second, I'd be happy with it. Um gave out second and, and it wasn't to us. And I was like No Did we win? Yeah. Um but yeah, they ended up giving giving it to another really good group and when it came down to us and the other group I sort of knew deep down that it, it wasn't going to us and um I mean we had our issues with it in terms of they were already a really well established business that had done I think they'd done already like two hundred thousand dollars worth of yeah. sales, which to me is like you can't tell me that that's suitable for a uni competition. Yeah, well um, so sorry to keep you guys updated to this competition. Really the only requirements were that it had to be one person in the group that was a university student. Yeah. So some of the people in the group were legitimate business people that'd been they'd done this before that I mean, as Finlay said, they'd already started their businesses but they were just trying to further develop it. So some of it was a bit rigged and I don't really agree with but But yeah, we sort of like obviously we, we let them know after the competition, like the organisers, you know, gave our feedback and I think they've taken that into account. Um which is good, but that by by no means that's nothing to take away from the business that won it. Those guys were excellent. They had a great pitch, and I think they've got quite a. They were really on something with what they were doing, and it shows from the sales they've already done um, and their scale plan. Um, I think their name was Sonar, and they were doing audiobooks or something. Um, but yeah, that it it hurt a lot for us that night, and and I was I was pretty hurt by it. Um, sort of to put a lot of time into something and, and think you're getting somewhere and then um, to just be bloody door shut in your face completely and have, have judges say things like it's not a good idea, it's not going to work. With no room um, for scale. No room for scale and, and things like that. Sort of, um, it did sing a little bit, but I think what it did even more for us was we sat down afterwards um, and and had a conversation. I had, I had a convo with my old man and... Um, went back and, and reflected on it that night and I wrote down a piece of paper I don't know where it is today but I said one million dollars in sales and then right under it I said go back and sponsor X challenge track down the judges and tell them they were wrong um, and I intend to do that and I think if those judges had listened a little bit better in our pitch to our scale plan they'd, they'd be realising that next year if we get a couple of deals that we're looking at right now going our way um <laughs> Could go exactly that yeah, way. I don't think that'll be a problem. But um, anyway, so yeah, heaps, heaps of learnings and definitely another learning we took out of it, um, a, sort of aside from the emotional side of things and the drive was there was a lot of ifs and maybes and buts in our business plan, eh? Yeah, definitely. Um, in terms of talking about we might do this with a 3PL, it might cost this much. Um, we were just hope, pretty much rookies and didn't, yeah, we guessed a lot of stuff. But yeah, now, we guessed, eh? starting the business we've sort of yeah, we've, we know all that stuff now so yeah you want to have a yarn about how we sort of fast forward to, to starting the business in February and stuff and like yeah so um, over the summer period we sort of had little bits of communication but not that much but we knew that we wanted to kick start the business um, at the start of the university year in February so anyway it came around to that time we'd thought about things and first thing on my agenda really was to actually register the company um, registered the business as a, an official company so just went online and filled out all the forms I think it cost about 160 bucks and um, mm. overall but because in our original business plan we just said would be a partnership just to save some startup costs and things like that but 
um, after further analysing it, there's so many benefits to being a legitimate company, you, you're your own separate entity and just little things like that. So started off with that. and you can't then, take our house and kids, eh, if, if yeah. we go to shit? Yeah, and then sort of from there, um, we started selling, really. Um, and I think just, like, on that with, like, you know, how you just said about partnerships, bro, like, um, at the time, like, you know, 150 bucks to register as a company, but um, when you did our tax returns and stuff with Cole... Um, shout out to Cole Forbes. <laughs> just shows, um, like, that initiative from Daniel to, like, make sure we were registered and, and starting up, starting us off with zero from the start, the accounting software, just made things a whole lot easier for us when we um, when we did the tax returns with Cole and made it easier for him. And it's a lot, it's a lot easier to keep track of and it makes Daniel's jobs easier in terms of you know, each month he can he can bring a, a profit loss and a and a balance sheet to the table and show us what's happening numbers wise and, and it's cold hard facts. And um just things like being a company meant that it was real easy for us when everything happened with COVID to apply and get the wage subsidy, eh? Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, so with the wage subsidy I think you had to be a company or something, eh? Yeah. So or something yeah, like that. Yeah, so we had already um as I said, registered for a company, so we were eligible for it. Um, it just made it a lot easier being legitimate. Um, yeah. And because, you know, we have all those New Zealand business numbers, IID numbers, so they can, if they wanted to audit us, they could. Um, but just back touching on zero, um, so my main focus in the business is more the financial side of things and the stock side of things. Um, so I've always said to Finlay from the start that I wanted to get zero just to keep a track of all the accounts. Um, and my main reasoning behind it was to save time in the future. If you had a track of a track record of everything you've brought and sold, when it comes down to filing our GST returns and stuff, when an accountant looks over it, it's just so much easier for mm. them because it's all logged in instead of... I mean, Cole, I had, I had mucked up a few things, but Cole... And he spent a couple of hours on it compared to a couple of days if I hadn't done anything. Because he would have had to yeah, backlog it at all and just be a mission. So it was a way to save money and just, I don't know, to keep keep ourselves accountable. And you can compare it to budgets and all sorts of things. I just mean, I'm still learning. Hey? But, like, yeah. just, like, just by having it there, just it's less time you spend doing that and more time you spend yeah. doing you know, quality stuff in the business. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, so as, as I say... Um, We've sort of talked about like, um, you know how how we've started and and starting the company and Daniel sort of getting into the to the roles and what we do. So, um, as he said, he sort of handles the stock side of things with with ordering and and keeping track of the financials. Whereas, um, myself, I like to, um, pride myself on doing all the marketing and the social media and um, setting up the relationships for us, both like customer relations and and business relations and, um. And then Daniel really does all the hard work for me. So um, I think one of the good things about us as a, as a team is, like, obviously we've known each other for so long and that takes out a lot of, um, I guess, I guess when you don't know someone as well, like, it's sort of harder and you don't have that, like, yeah. relationship as much. But um, just, like, with marketing, me being front-end, Daniel being back-end with finance, um I'm a bit of a thinker and I like to think of all these cool ideas and it's real good to have Daniel at, at my side because um, he's real down to earth and doesn't fuck with the bullshit, eh? Yeah. <laughs> doesn't, like, he'll, he'll shut down stupid ideas and 
and and bring them down to earth and it's it's a really good thing to make sure that he's yeah it's, it's a good thing balance each other out um do you want to talk about how we were sort of impacted by COVID briefly and then I think that's that's pretty much it and and we'll we'll get Chelsea up and do some quick fire questions and then and then cut it out. Sweet, yeah. So um, just before COVID actually happened, we ran our first um, marketing campaign, and so we got a few. We actually got a lot of leads and um, sold we out had, in a week. Eh? Yeah, sold out in a week. <laughs> so we were like, oh my god, we're but, popping but, off, bro. Yeah. We're getting rich. <laughs> but because of COVID, we weren't able to get supply. So unfortunately, we had to um, shut down our business. So we stopped selling. And what sucked because as I just said, we yeah we got the most amount of sales we've ever mm. had in literally a week, so it was really exciting for us. But perfect then, time for it, really, eh? Yeah, it was perfect time because I mean our product um, is sort of perfect for what the world's going through right now. But anyway, so yeah, that's what happened with COVID, and but I mean it's put it back into perspective for us. We've been able to sit back and um, get some new suppliers, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, so by the time you guys. Hear this as you're hearing this now. Um, our site will back back up live. Uh, FlatCentrals.co.nz if you want to check it out and skip the supermarket and, and shop with us and support your local. Um, we sort of you know when we go back to that finals night, we were we were saying to the judges, oh, in the dream world we get Eco Store and Green Pan Paper. And um, over the last few weeks, I've been able to sit back and and start those relationships and um, yeah, pretty pretty exciting exciting to say that that we're working with them now so um yeah we've got some new suppliers we've done our business plans tax returns <clears throat> we literally just put um our first orders through both of them today so quite exciting yeah so and and um if you if you've seen the april update on our insta check that out uh Fate essentials on instagram um that'll give you a bit of a uh another sort of level to the last few weeks for us which has been pretty cool um, and in the next one for May, you'll see sort of a bit behind us placing our first orders with them and, and getting back online and all of that. Um, but yeah, I hope that's been been cool for you to listen to, um, whoever you are, and whether you're a first time listener or or a, or a regular listener to the LNF potty. Um, I know it's been it's been cool to actually sit down with Dan and and sort of document this all on a, on a um bit of audio to put everywhere for people to listen to and, and listen to the story and um, apologise if it's been it, it, it definitely wasn't as good as the first one eh? but, nah. um, but it is what it is and um, I'm, I'm glad that we can share this with you whoever you are and wherever you're listening um, if you're liking the potty so far and you've listened to a couple of episodes feel free to like subscribe or, or follow us which, whether you're on Spotify or Apple or whatever um, should get up Chelsea and do some quick reviews yeah. Oh, quick, quick questions. Sweet, sounds good. Chat. Alrighty, we're back. We're back, but we never really left because this will just be straight away for you. Um, we've went and magically got um, Chelsea. Chelsea's going to help us out with a couple of questions. Um, just a couple of quick fires, so let you take it away. All right. What is your favourite part? I've already screwed it up. Okay. <laughs> just kidding. You're all right. <laughs> what is your favourite memory of the business? Yeah. Uh, favourite memory probably when um, some of the boys brought one of the boxes. So shout out to Holtane and Dan Song's flat. 
yeah, my favourite memory would probably be like our first sale. When I saw it come through, like the notification, I was like dancing for like two minutes straight. <laughs> uh, thanks, Pat, for that first sale. Uh, what was your least favourite memory? Uh, least favourite memory is probably when got the news that we didn't win anything for the um, <laughs> challenge. That was already a shit weekend. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah that's probably the same for me when, when I was sitting at a table and, and they did like the third, second and then it wasn't us for first. And what did you learn from that experience? Oh, probably just like, as we said like earlier in the podcast, um, probably just like to tidy up the little maybes and make them definites and just like have a drive to go back and prove them wrong. Eh? Yeah, yeah, I'll stick with that. And what is your fav favorite part of the business that you guys do individually? It's like a oh, mine's pretty simple. It's just doing the finances, really. Probably the part that I enjoy the most. Um, yeah, I won't try to hide it. My favorite part is probably running the Instagram page. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell, I'm pretty sure. Hard. Yeah. What's your least favorite part? Doing this kind of stuff, hate. I don't know. Yeah, not one for the video, yeah. uh, for social media. We actually had like a bro last night who was saying like, oh, like you should get Daniel on more. And I was like, yeah, I try, <laughs> I try. Um, my least favorite part is probably like entering manual shit into the website, like when it's being in the womb or whatever. And last question: Who is your target audience? Um. Yeah, I got it. Um. Sort of as we said earlier on, or if you're watching the video, you'll be hearing this for the first time. Um. We initially thought it was flats, but um, to be honest, if you if you live in a house, you've got a roof over your head, um, if you wipe your ass, wash your clothes and, and wash your dishes, then Flat Essentials is perfect for you. Um, you should check us out, flatessentials.co.nz. Sites live now. Cheers. Alrighty, that's it guys. Thank you very much for listening to the potty. Um, feel free to share this with someone you know who might enjoy it. Um, feel free to share it um, around and share around Flat Essentials and check out the site. Um, hope you've enjoyed this and we'll catch you on the next catch you up cheers Thank you so much for listening to another episode of LNA with me, the host Finn Barnett, and uh, it, whether it was me or just uh, another guest that was on there as well, go check them out if there was a guest on here. Um, if you want some more LNA, go to lnav.com. That's the hub for everything that you need. Um, all the Instagram, the social media, the YouTube, the extra stuff, the recommendations, the newsletters, the everything, all the value adds, it's all at lnav.com. So that's the best bang for buck. If you're an Instagram kind of guy or gal or whatever, uh, checks out at LNAV podcast uh, that's our handle for instagram tiktok um and i think just about everything else as well so more alanav go check us out at alanav.com see you on the next episode of alanav thanks for listening see you soon Cheers.